You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, Kevin here asking you to head over to our Patreon and check it out. Enjoy benefits like exclusive content, merch discounts, and behind-the-scenes looks at all things Rare Drop. Go to patreon.com slash raredrop to become a member today. And thank you so much to our current patrons who helped make this show possible. Dave the New Nerd, Neil Anderson, Jack DeVille, Philip Snyder, Jedi Chaffee, Paul Marzik, Aether Mana, Respect KS, PD Club, Wow Dad, Justin McMahon, Stephen Purd, Matt LaRue, and all of the other patrons. Thank you so much. Well, hello everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right, we're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. out this morning no that's a lie i did <laughs> did you do community gym or you went to I, just, I just went here <clears throat> i stretched a lot i stretched too i've been able to like i've been trying really hard to just like just touch my toes and things like that i'm trying to like i went in and tried to did a split the other day and i was like 20 year old me would be so fucking ashamed because when i was 20 and competing in karate i mean like i would i would literally in the air drop into a split as a trick, because everyone everyone in the dojo would be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. your nuts hurt. I'm like, no, this is great. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to get back to that because I just feel like that was like a point in which I was really proud of myself when I could do stuff like that. And I want to get back to doing stuff like that. OK, I like it. I like it. Trying to be more like pro me, Kevin. I just don't want my bones to shrivel up and become shrink like an old man <laughs> i don't want that for you either so i'm i'm stretching i did the one over the bed on the side where he, that this morning that just sounds like that sex, nice, kevin 
Backstretch. No, I did that yesterday. Good for you. Thank you. Um. All right. All right. Oh, we were recording this. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You okay, can put it in these regs. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fuck Tim. Hey Max, we fuck. Not I'm each other. Fuck. Not God, each other. No, that. See, he wasn't gonna use it until you did that. That is the moment that he's his eyes light up and he goes, "Oh, okay. <laughs> this is making it in." Patreon. Uh, Welcome to episode. F- oh, we didn't do the countdown. Let's you do the were countdown. gonna just go Ready? right into it after talking about banging I, each we other. Were okay, talking. Having right, a good go time. for it. Ready? Yep. Five, four, three, three two, two, one. One. All right. He's probably gonna start it before. So, welcome to episode fifty-one of Star Wars and Scotch. <laughs> Where the Bad Batch Kevin, finale. Kevin, do we have to keep calling it Star Wars and Scotch when it's seven o'clock in the morning and you're drinking coffee? I mean, we branded it and did all that stuff, so we're stuck with the name. Hey, guys. Just put uh, scotch in your coffee like I I do. I just want you guys to know that we're not raging alcoholics. We really love Star Wars, but we're better than that. Mm. You know what we should do, Tim? What? We should have a a limited edition scotch-infused coffee. Oh, my God. Then we could be just raging alcoholics in the morning. Yes. Yes. We'll talk to Wayne today. Do you think they'd let us do that? If we did a limited run, like 500 bags... You'd have to promote the shit out of them for them to <laughs> sell 500 bags easy peasy. There you go. Done. We'll make it happen. Uh, shit, we could do it. Yes. We should do it around Mandalorian, though. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Wayne. Okay. Uh, anyway, welcome to episode 51 Star Wars and Scotch, the end of the Bad Batch season one. Uh, a few other news pieces. Nothing too crazy, but. Fun stuff. Can I just say, can I just say, Kevin, that I was right when when the Bad Batch episode is just just firing on all cylinders. It is such a good show. And this episode really showcased how amazing Star Wars animation is becoming and how this new medium of storytelling is just fantastic. And and, and I'm mad. I'm mad that I was hating on the filler episode so much, but. God damn it. If they just like if they would have just given me just lesser episodes with more of that, and we'll talk about it later, but just more of that? Oh my gosh. The action was great. It was a good episode. It got us to where we need to be for season two. We had some excellent dialogue. I just wish there was a little bit more meat on the bone. Yeah. It felt a little little stretched. Like we knew they were getting off Camino. I didn't think that would be the entire episode until I saw the episode name and I was like, Camino lost. Uh, we're on Camino this whole episode. <laughs> uh, I figured we were going to get off Camino and there would be some some conversation between Crosshair and, and Hunter that led to something one way or another. But we still got the conversation. We just were on Camino the entire time. Um, so one interesting line from the stormtrooper who says something to uh, what's his name? Admiral Admiral Douchebag. Oh, I forget his name. I, they no, they really do up. a good job of just making Admiral. all of them very pompous and you just really love to hate them. Admiral Rampart. Well, the reason is because that's who Palpatine, you know, puts in power. They have a certain way about them and they'll do his you bidding. File when ready. I love him. Even though he's a son of a Park bitch. so cool, dude. Yeah. I, I will never forget sitting in the theater during Rogue One. I was like, <gasps> oh my God, he's Directed. back from the dead. <laughs> and they did the lighting perfectly so you could not tell the difference. 
Yeah. Director credit. And then we got old James Earl Jones saying that too. Director credit. Man, he just like, you could tell. I was like, dude, what happened to, to Vader? Speaking of James Earl Jones, <laughs> completely not Star Wars related. Did you see that MLB did the Field of Dreams game yesterday? No. So they, they went out to Iowa, built a stadium in a cornfield, and had the Yankees and the White Sox play in old uniforms. Oh, I did see it I was, did see that advertisement. I didn't know that's what they were calling it. It was one of the coolest things. I watched it for like 20 minutes because I don't really care about they either did, team. Like, they grew but, an entire cornfield around this baseball stadium. Yeah, it was awesome. And they were like hitting dingers out into the corn. I was like, this is so <laughs> cool. And then they... Then they had Kevin Costner in the booth, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta watch the movie now." If they, if you build it, they will come. And then they had the whole the the monologue by James Earl Jones during one of the the commercials. Baseball, it's a part of American history. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Um, so yeah, I, I like the episode. It was it was a great episode. I just for a finale, it felt like there wasn't enough there. I was expecting an hour long episode. So again, this is my personal expectations. An hour-long episode with, you know, here's where we're going next, which they alluded to. Yeah. So the end, let's start at the end, Tim, because oh, that's, that's the most interesting yeah, conversation that's to me. To do. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, we don't go in order anymore. That was boring. People it was didn't like so that. Boring. They, they want to hear what we talk about. So um, the biggest thing with the end is I think that is the beginning of what you've been saying is the link to Grogu. Yep. Because that is a new cloning facility yep. run by the Empire, yep. and that woman who walked out to talk to Nala Say yep. was wearing Dr. Pershing's exact uniform. Exact. To the T. <clears throat> yeah. So, I think Bad Batch Season 2... Wait, was that Lama will, Say or is that the other one? Lama Say? Who's the other well, one? I forget I was, who I died was, and who lived. I forget. I, it was the... This is going to sound really so, species, but all Kaminoans look the same to me. They, I'm well, so I mean, sorry. I mean, they do. It's very hard. Other than other than the color of their of their their garments, it's very difficult to tell who's who. They all look the same to me. Anyways. Their voices are the only way I can differentiate. Did we know them. what planet that was? <clears throat> nope, I don't think we're okay, supposed to know. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so I was trying to it's figure that out. It's a snowy planet. Well, and a mountain. Probably new. Well, it's also or something well, it's, from it's snowy in some part, but it's also there's a there's a lot of forest to it as well. That's why at one point I thought I thought we were going to like Yavin. It looked like Yavin Four. I was like, what is this? Um, and then I realized the mountain the mountain space was was incorrect. So it was, um, yeah, this this new cloning facility that's built into a mountain. That's pretty so you, cool. You want to hear my theory? Well, one of the stormtroopers also says to Admiral Rampart, you know, uh, the Kaminoan is destroyed. Camino is just the city is destroyed or all cities are destroyed right. or something along like, that line. sunk into the sea. So what we speculated last week was that they just destroyed one city. It seems like they glassed the planet. Yeah, it, it's it looked like we got like one one tiny frame, but the entire planet was being bombarded. Yeah, so Camino is no more. I think that was that that's what that line was supposed to convey to us. Yeah. Well, I mean. That doesn't mean we can't go back and search through the wreckage for something or other sure. you know, underwater, uh, which would be fun. Regardless, the end of that is the link to Mandalorian that I believe you've been talking about, Tim. I believe that is the beginning of what they're going to explore with Omega being her. Boba Fett is Alpha. Right. Uh, so and, there's and then the, so this is the thing that we that we have been talking about and, and arguing about and, and discussing and going back and forth about. When we when we talk about the cloning the the cloning facilities now, the focus of the emperor and the empire and where we headed. So 
is the emperor already planning his personal cloning projects for himself to live forever? And that is what this is starting. Or is this going to be another like EU cloning experiment to bring on something? And this is, and this is where your knowledge kind of comes in more because I don't know any EU cloning stuff. So this, this links to Legends because the Emperor did make clones of himself for this, the exact purpose you're describing. Um, and, and, and that I, was confirmed I, in 9. We knew he was already doing that. But were there right. any other... Was there any other cloning initiatives that were taken to create new soldiers or yeah, new see, Sith well, no, or he new was, Jedi. He, was creating, he had tried to create Sith and, you know, uh, manipulate the Force into clones because there was no midichlorians really until the first episodes came and then they started talking about that. So, yes, he was trying to create artificial life and imbue it with the Force in Legends, uh, so, which is essentially can lead to conversations about the Inquisitory Sure. Because uh, some of them are former Jedi. I understand that. But that doesn't mean that he's not trying to bolster their ranks. And honestly, like, so th that's been the, the, the hard for hard thing for me to wrap my head around is like, what is really left for the Clone Wars era before we get into uh, Rebels, into Rogue One? Like, like we are like we are encroaching upon Rebels timeline. So, like, within this small amount of time there's a lot of things that still happen that that i guess we could we could build stories around it could be focused like the next season of bad batch could have more focus on anakin as now darth vader building the like building the inquisitor facility that we saw in jedi fallen order you know we could see like what that looks like um so one one thing that i just remembered from legends uh from force unleashed specifically is uh the emperor or vader i can't remember who because i'm fuzzy on the story um star killer was cloned from galen merrick who's the i believe that's who you play in the first one uh. and then they clone him with force power and that's uh, who i believe you play in in later in the second one i could i could be wrong on the exact story but there is a clone of star killer in force unleashed interesting uh, yeah, uh, Vader is the one that clones him, not um, Palpatine. So, Bruh. that that's a prime example. <laughs> that could be wild, of a, though, of a Force-sensitive clone. And all of um, that was tossed out. That's not canon anymore. So that would be really cool to see if that was brought back in. Right, but they can always bring the characters back. They just have to rewrite the backstory. Exactly, but like, changed. and this and this could be how they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine Starkiller in, like, season two or three of The Bad Batch? That'd be wild. People would lose their minds. Mm -hmm. And then EA's like, we have a new Force Unleashed game coming out. <laughs> I'm like, ah! You know, it's like, I should work for Lucasfilm, just saying. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, yeah, the, the cloning itself, we're, they're going to expand and run with that, which I like. I feel like that's such a great part of the Star Wars universe. Um, we've fallen in love with the clones because of Clone Wars. I also think that, and I read this in an article, and I am inclined to agree with it uh, from Screen Rant, that the destruction of Kamino is the official end of the Clone Wars era. Like, that is the that is the signifying that we are done. The Bad Batch is moving forward as the Bad Batch, and Clone Wars is over. Sure. I mean, like that, and, and yeah, it's like that is the death of of that. That's, that's really cool. I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, that's where we started. 
Yep. And that's where we end. And and so that's yep. that's really cool. But I mean, like, I think it will always be it will always be Clone Wars. Like Bad Batch will always be Clone Wars with a new paint. Nase is like, the one that, that they brought. Nase was it. Okay. Yeah, that's the chief medical scientist. So, so yeah, so the, the Emperor or the Empire, I should say, is moving forward with cloning, but they're going to be using it for their own purposes, not to make soldiers. They're going to conscript soldiers, which we already we know, know how that works. The entire TK program. So. Yeah, we figure out how that all worked with when we meet Finn. Um, and uh, I, I have a feeling this is going to lead to the Emperor trying to make his vessels so he can live forever, just like you said. Uh, which links back to Old Republic with the Eternal Emperor. The Eternal Emperor, the only difference there is the Eternal Emperor would find worthy hosts uh-huh. and then take over their bodies. Ooh. So, like, prominent people that were warriors of note, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and then he would take over their bodies. The Emperor Palpatine is trying to, obviously, create himself over and over again and then imbue his spirit into that body, but we know from Snoke that doesn't go so well. Yeah. Um, which the theory is, and tell me if you agree with this, is that the Emperor's force is so strong that a a a shell cannot contain it. Yeah, no, which I think we all kind so of. Like, I think we all agreed on that. Yeah, like that's why he's so broken in in Rise of Skywalker. And, and like, can so barely... that's the one thing, and I really hope they 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 explain Snoke more, whether it's in uh, a book or in a comic or whatever, but. They did uh, last week or the week before. The, there's more Snoke backstory that was revealed Perfect. in one of the comics. And so, like, so like, is Snoke is Snoke considered like a Horcrux at that point? Like, how can he be his own person, but at the same time be the Emperor? You know, I don't think he's he is his own person. I think it's the Emperor controlling. You think he him was a puppet afar. the entire time, like a marionette. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's my feeling. So, that so he his, was that the emperor was that strong. So he wasn't even sentient. He was literally just a shell. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. And it wasn't the emperor in him. The emperor was controlling right. him. Yeah. From he was that literally a lifeless away. thing and he was just treating it like a marionette. That's right. Because he couldn't just show up and, and do all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, we should talk about crosshair too. Sure. Cause he's, he's an obstinate little bastard. Uh, the fundamental disagreement between the two of them is that Crosshair. Towards the end of the episode, I got the idea that Crosshair just wants to be on the winning side. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to fight an uphill battle. And he also has a hard time breaking out of the mold of a good soldier follows orders. Like he just like and even and even Omega said that she's like, I was really hoping that it was the inhibitor chip, but I later realized that it's just it's how you were made, and and it's it's and like and that's really strong. Like that's a the, and it's an interesting thought of the whole like nature versus nurture thing of like are you built this way genetically or is this something that you're taught? I think that you are one hundred percent correct. I think what Crosshair or what Hunter and Omega said to Crosshair towards the end that you're nothing but a number of the Empire. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that tried to kill you. I think he's going to become a bounty hunter, just like you said. Yep. That's that's the vibe I'm getting. I think I think Crosshair has a really cool opportunity to be a really fun anti-hero in the Star Wars universe. Um, knowing that he's a clone that like went rogue, that like he does he, because you know, like again, he wants to be on the winning side. So if he can if he can be hired out by the Empire and not be a part of the Empire, like yeah, of course, like why wouldn't you? 
Um, so like I, I really see him being that anti-hero. He's going to be like one of those people that we like, we love to hate, but at the same time he shows up and does something really cool. We're like, yay, crosshair. So, yeah, I have a feeling he might be hunting Omega at one point in the next few seasons. There might be something. Yeah. But I like, I liked how Hunter was like, we, we don't need to be enemies. And even like with Omega, like when Omega said, she's like, they're your brothers and you're my brother. And I was just like, oh, ow. And it's just like it, and she's right. And you could see his face even changed when she said that. Like, I feel like he had that aha moment of still like, I'm not going back on what I said, but I un I understand what you're where you're coming from. Like that was kind of like how I read that interaction at the end when they flew away. So I really, I really hope, I really, really hope that he doesn't just go back to his old ways and he and he doesn't become what I thought he was going to be originally, was like the leader of the of of the Death Troopers. Um, I really, no, I but really I hope they turn him into something that's like fun to have around. He was definitely the initial. Oh, one hundred percent. He for the, he was like all of them are becoming death troop. I wouldn't be surprised because they remember how they killed all all of them, but the one the the the, the female officer. Yeah, yeah. What if, what if what if they retrieve the bodies and that's the first test on you know creating oh, the death troopers? Shit. What if what if Kevin, that's a part of the facility that Lamasay goes to. 100%. Like and 100%. like what if they start doing some like Frankenstein level stuff I mean, that's in that what facility? The, that's what the death troopers are. There's pictures of them. Oh, no, there's not, they, no them. You, they're they're descriptive in uh in in books. They're just like they're scary. And and like when they take their helmets and stuff off, they have like uh oh, yeah. miscolored they're eyes. Zombies. They have they have different looking body parts. Yeah, no, they're they're Frankensteins. But they're they're it's not awesome. they're not zombies in the sense of like they're like brains. They're just like they have been chopped up and put back together to be the ultimate soldier. And it's weird because they all have different allegiances. Because Vader has the four that are just loyal to him and only him. Because they're heavily well, they're heavily heavily programmed. Again, this is one of those things. Say what you want about what Disney's done with the with the canon. This is one of the coolest things that Disney has brought to the table. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the way they do it, think about it. Anything that's front facing for kids, they'll put the death troopers in and it's all, you know, they're they're terrifying and scary. Anything that's a bit deeper, like you said, the books, the comics, stuff that kids don't read, uh, they're willing to show you the backstory. Like, yeah, these are like deformed and cut they're up and really, it's really troopers. dark. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's again, that's what Star Wars is good at yep. is taking that stuff. Cause I, I don't know how far you are in. I'm like, uh, like a uh, chapter, like 22, 23. Did someone have sex that shouldn't have had sex? Yes. Okay. So without giving away any spoilers, that was like a real raw moment. And it's something you think about with mm -hmm. Jedi. You're always like, what if man? Yeah. Like, are they all not? Come on, <laughs> come on. You can't go your whole life doing that. And then you, that happened. I was like, Good. I'm glad they put this in this book, but that's not for kids. At least it's, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm loving they, about. They know, the they know how to do it very, very classy, right? It's not like the Catwoman and Batman thing. Like they do a, they do a very good job of like, you know, it's happening. Yeah. It was the next morning mm -hmm. and he's looking for his lightsaber. Yeah. Like what could be more oops yeah. than that? I got too drunk and banged someone and now I almost lost my lightsaber. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see Crosshair's journey now. Uh, I like where they're going in the story. I think you're 100% correct. That facility is is the beginning of the Death Trooper program, which goes in line. Because I guess you could say that cloning knowledge would help with reanimation. I would assume so. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if those death troopers that di- or those troopers that died because they're not called death troopers yet. Dude, they sell the helmets online with the green light. That might be the one I buy for my desk. Yeah. Flick that on when I get in my office and then sit in conference calls like this. <laughs> with the death trooper helmet behind me. <laughs> or put it on. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think about this? <laughs> He's always like this. <laughs> Only Tim understands him. It's weird. <laughs> Um. Oh, that'd be cool if you did a Death Trooper helmet and a Sith Trooper helmet, a black and a red. Well, I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the Mandalorian armor. It's yeah, Zach cool. from St. Jude was like, "Kevin, you getting this?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not just gonna get a helmet." And then Tim's gonna walk out like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> holding Kyler in full Grogu costume. Like, I'm not doing. It. I'm not playing that game. Well, I like that. I like that Tim's. helmet. Like the helmet looked cool, but I like how it had like the one like. You could tell, like, the flashlight that came from Walmart kind of attached to the side of it. And I'm just uh-huh. like, oh, no. <laughs> um, so. Oh, that's interesting theory. Someone, one of the Knights of Ren, apparently, their helmet is a fragment of a Death Trooper helmet, which is interesting to me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, Crosshair is going to be the new interesting journey. The second story that we're going to have besides the group Um it was a little, uh, I, won't, I won't say it was too emotional, but it was a little emotional. Like, even Wrecker was, like, you know, getting upset with him because it's like, we could have been, we could have, you could have been with us, it, but you decided not to. It was a very emotional episode where, it, like, they were all kind of having their closure moment with him of, like, even, even Tech was, like, he's, like, why are you defending me? I'm, like, I'm not defending you. You know, he's just, like, a recognize, he's recognizing that you have a defect. You know, right. and, I don't have to, what do you say? I don't have to agree with you to... Uh, say a writer. So I forget what the exact yeah. one was, but um, so yeah, it, it it was it was interesting. Um, and we'll see where he's where very that hard on Omega. Two. He does not like that he, Omega kind of like took his place. He just like the, the constant like you're letting the kid call the shot and just like I oh. liked when you do you do a very good crosshair. By oh, the thanks. Way. I like when he said that and then Hunter turned to him and said, "You got a better idea," yeah. and he didn't say anything. Uh-huh. He definitely so, just like, I don't know why he has this level of disdain for her. Can we talk about the hero of the episode? Sure. Uh, AZ, AZ was, was 100%. AZ was so good the entire time. When he powered off pushing her up, my heart sank. I was like, oh no, oh, yeah, our little you were buddy. Devastated. Our little buddy's you gone. Were, I was I was beside myself. I was like, oh no. This, they had to kill someone. And they well, they needed that AZ. hero moment. And it couldn't be any of them because they're underwater. <laughs> so who's going to be the robot? Do you, well, I knew once he said that his power reserves were draining, I was like, oh no, this is not good. Yep. This is but not, I really and I've become like, attached to him, and now I'm upset. But th- but that that part in the show also makes you think about Crosshair because he did make he made the choice save Omega and AZ, and then toss his gun over because he realized nobody trusted him. Right. You know, every, everyone right. everyone had their guns pulled out on him. So like that was that was twofold. That was like a really fun hero moment for AZ, and it was also it was another moment that was really cool because it it brought a. Uh, a level of of recognizing that Crosshair is more than just a soldier. He is human. He does he does feel and have emotions. And and that moment, he made the right decision. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he was pointing at Hunter. And it then did. Boom. Like when he pulled it, I was like, oh no. And then I realized he yeah. was he, he was doing a heat sig through like oh, across like over his shoulder. So I thought it was really clever. Yeah, no, that was that was a very good uh, tense scene. Yep. Did you know Az's full title name? No. 
AZI-3452118962469871. He reads that out in the first episode. <laughs> I remember him saying that whole thing. I was like, oh, and then he's like, you can call me AZ for short. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's good. So I'm glad I'm glad uh, uh, AZ's still around because AZ was the one that did the operation on fives yep. when he he's the one that pulled fives chip out mm-hmm. back in the day uh, on Clone Wars. Um, but it was good to see. And obviously now AZ will be back uh, and be like the droid of the group, which every Star Wars story needs a droid. Yes. It's, it's it's just it, that that's how it goes. You it. need Sorry. a droid. You need a droid companion. Everybody gets one. That's the one thing missing from the High Republic is there's no droids. It's because the droids are at that time, the droids don't have the personality that these droids do. I think there is. But don't a, you feel like that's missing? I, I, do, it's like, I do, and I don't. Like that's why. That's why. What the 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 young Jedi? Uh, what's his name? It's escaping me. He's got the dog. Bell's out of far. Bell has the has the dog, which is his robot companion. Like everybody gets. A, I love Ember. Everyone gets a companion. It just so happens that his companion isn't a droid. It's a dog. So like so it's Reese still was geode. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Most definitely. Did you know people are divided on geode. There are people that don't like geode. I think it's hilarious. He reminds me of Korg from uh, from Thor. I just love that geode's randomly in a place where you need him to be. He just shows up and nobody knows, but nobody knows if he's if he's alive or not. But he just shows up. I lo- I loved that character. I thought it was hilarious. It was so good. Yeah, people don't don't like geode. Me well, nuts. and then in Doctor Afra, Doctor Afra literally has the. The, the 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 bad versions of uh, C3PO and R2D2. Yes, like, yes, it's I've literally read that just the carbon copies of R2D2 and C3PO. They're just evil, and it's hilarious. R2's the true hero of Star Wars. <laughs> Did you see? Isn't this? he? You showed me the TikTok of. Uh, now we're talking about the the the, the history of Star Wars. <laughs> the one where Darth Maul so is the good. hero of Star Wars, and he kills Anakin, and then it's just credits. Someone, someone made like an Unreal Engine. Uh, render of Maul riding up on Nabu- or on Tatooine, yep. and uh, he's on his. And all you hear is um, <laughs> Qui Gon, sir, Anakin, get well, down! Goes, and then he jumps off <laughs> his bike and slices, it. slashes Anakin, and then the credits hit. The title said, "When Darth Maul saved the entire galaxy." But you think about it, it's true. Yeah, yeah. If Qui Gon just would have sucked a little bit more right then and there, it would have been fine. He waited till later to suck instead. Bad time to suck. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm excited for Bad Batch season two. I don't think we're going to. Well, we know there's a season two. I don't think it'll be out before next summer, though. Uh, I'm, I think, I'm we, I think with the pace, I guess. think with the pacing, with everything, we've got to look at how things are coming out. So we've got the Book of Boba and in the winter yep. Um, yep. of this year. We're then going to have uh, Mando Man- in the spring of 2022. So it, I it have would feeling, make sense, Kevin, that we would for the summertime, we would get Clone Wars or uh, with Bad Batch season two, because then when we go into the fall, into the winter, we're going to get more Marvel stuff. Um, I have a feeling. Well, if you notice too, the final episode of Bad Batch and the first episode of What If came out on the same day. Because mm-hmm. um, I think they always like to have something new. They for always the nerds like across to have both something IPs. new and they always like to just have a show. I'm sure that. Their data shows a Venn diagram of crossover between Marvel and Star Wars, and that circle in the middle is probably enormous. Oh, I'm sure, most so, definitely. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you have. I have a feeling Book of Boba is going to lead right into Mando season three. Like it's going to leave us on the doorstep, and then the next week, Mando season three will start. Um, then we have the Obi Wan movie, which is supposed to come out in the or the miniseries, which is supposed to come out in the spring. I believe is the release 
window. Yes. Uh, and then Andor is sometime next year. And then Ahsoka as well, isn't isn't Ahsoka next Ahsoka's year? Ahsoka's twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Then we get into twenty twenty. But we have Bad Batch season two. Supposedly, I, we don't know. It could be twenty twenty three for all we know. But my assumption is sometimes sometime late summer fall next year would be my assumption for Bad Batch. Yeah, we just need to look. Um, you also like we'll have to see like what's slated for Marvel too. Yeah, and then we have Visions, which starts next month. Oh, so that means... Which so, is not so, canon. Yeah, but is Vision going to finish up right around... Or is Vision going to start right around the time that What Ifs ends? How many episodes? I think Visions is eight episodes. How I, many episodes of... Star I'm going to have to tune into comics and hear the guys talk about What If, because I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Visions is nine episodes. Um, How many episodes of... What if? I think the first episode of What If explores if Carter was Captain mm-hmm. Britain it, or something. It, she becomes Captain Carter. Captain Carter. It's really good, uh, Kevin. It's really fun. New episode. Ten episodes of What If. So that's ten, ten weeks. weeks from now, that's gonna take. So they're gonna overlap. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's smart to have them overlap, though. I think so because because Loki and Bad Batch overlapped, and that was really fun because it was it was Wednesday nights and Friday mornings, and I was just like, ah, yeah, it's just like watching cartoons. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. I I misspoke. Marvel comes out on Wednesdays. Yes, Marvel Wednesdays and, and Star, Star Wars, Wars on comes Fridays. out on Fridays. It's it just like it it works really really well. Have you watched Monsters at Work too? No. It's if you like Monsters Inc., it's very funny. Is it a show? But it's a show. It's a TV show, but it comes out episodic every week. Oh man, I gotta watch that too. It's about it's about like it's about uh, it's right after Monsters One. Yeah, so everything's running on the Laugh Factory. Yeah, but they're making the changeover, and the changeover is painful for everyone because <laughs> they have to change from scaring to laughing. And then there's this new guy who was like the best in his class who has. So it's the in between the font- of one and two. Well, two isn't no two is a, yes. two is a prequel, isn't it? The college one is, is the a Monsters was University. There a was there a two? I don't remember a two. <laughs> we'll I think Monsters University was the only other one. It's very funny though. You watch That's, it. I'll have to really go. I'll have to Henry Winkler is in it. Okay. The Fonz. Yes. He plays one of the. I forget what their group is called. The maintenance group. That's who they focus on. It's like the maintenance group. That's awesome. Monsters, Inc. It's very funny. Anyway, right. uh, Star Wars news. Um, a few cool. Uh, notes from this week uh the casting call is out for sabine for the ahsoka show i called it i called it so you were all wrong when you said that that one imperial officer on the star cruiser was sabine Ah, Uh, but the casting call for sabine is out for ahsoka so that means well we we kind of knew because you know the mina musad rumors have have credibility to them yeah. for him no, being it, just, it just it makes sense it's the this the ahsoka show is going to be the live action continuation of rebels which i think is awesome so the 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 if all the rumors are true mads mickelson will play or lars lars mickelson, lars mickelson will play admiral thrawn yep perfect mina masad will play ezra yep. perfect and we'll find out who sabine's gonna be I'm so excited, Kevin. That's awesome. I, I'm trying to rack my brain. Like, who would be a good Sabine? I don't know. I don't know. It has to be someone young. Um, Young-ish. Remember, everyone's everyone is aged now. It's 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 after Mando, so it's five plus years after Episode Six, and we don't know where. So it's yeah. So let's call it yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at five. Five years after Episode Six, we've seen Sabine 
before episode four. So there's there's about ten years after Rebels when we leave her. When we see her again at the end of episode six, and she's aged a little bit. So you know who'd be a good Sabine? Nope. From Agents of Shield. Remember Chloe Bennett? Oh my God, she would kill it. She's too tall though. Oh, she's got to be shorter. Yeah, Sabine's shorter but muscular at the same time because Sabine could beat the shit out of anybody. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, it's interesting though because just like their animation style, everyone's not got, muscular. Everyone's got like maybe little arms and legs and stuff. Fit would probably be the better. Very like, fit, yeah, she's gonna be like athletic, like a gymnast. What else we got? Uh, I'm looking through other people that could Chloe Bennett. Oh man, Chloe Bennett's in like every article for the possible role. Oh, Priyanka Chopra would be really good. I don't know who these people are, Kevin. Look at uh, Priyanka, P-R-I-Y-A-N-K-A, Chopra, C-H-O-P-R-A. She would be excellent, actually. Oh, she might be my favorite. Hmm. She looks a lot like your wife. I can see why she's your favorite. <laughs> she looks a lot like Danielle. She would be good though. She's got the skin tone because Sabine has, has a darker type. skin tone. Kevin has a type. I used to be into blondes in high school. Not anymore. Nope. All right. What's next, Kevin? Your boy's <laughs> got a stream. What time is it? It's almost eight thirty. Oh boy. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that. Where was the other piece? Oh, Taika Waititi's script is done. Yes, and we submitted. I actually talked about that on stream yesterday. I thought that was very cool. So he's got that. He's got the framework got done. Did you see his quote? No. It feels very me. Oh, man, that's going to be like, (laughs) if it's going to be very me, that means it's going to be a lot like Thor Ragnarok, and it's going to be wild. Like, you might even... Tim and I... Oh. Tim and I were at the gym being so jealous of Taika Waititi because he's in Marvel. He directs Marvel. He's in Star Wars. He directs Star Wars. He's in DC because if you noticed in Suicide Squad, he's Ratcatcher One, and he's now been asked to direct something for DC yeah, as well. No, this man can just—he literally is transcending the multiverse. He—he is—he is King Nerd. Yep. Yeah, he's nailed. <laughs> no it. one's beating him at this point. No, he is definitely winning on all all levels. He's another one I wanted. I would get love. On the, I would love to. I'd love to sit down and talk to him. I'm sure he's interesting as hell. He, it, we couldn't do a regular episode. We would have to set up in some like nice little low lit speakeasy situation and have like really good cocktails and talk to him. Yes. I'm talking like definitely. $20 cocktails. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's the vibe. Like Dave Filoni, I feel like it's like sliding beers down a bar, like with people square dancing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because teasing, he has like, a cowboy really hat nice on cocktail. all the time? <laughs> Probably. You just assume he square dances on the weekends? Yeah, just like just like if we if we uh, uh, sat down with uh, what's his face, the director of of Mandalorian, the showrunner, John John Favreau. Favreau. Uh, if we sat down with John Favreau, for some reason, I feel like it would need to be in New York City in some like hustling, bustling, nice bar, but you know, good cocktails again, but a, a different vibe. Like Tyke is like a very quiet, chill sure. vibe in the corner. He's more of a, you know, fast pace. I don't know. That's the vibe I, I get feel from that. John Favreau. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so his script is is done awesome. and submitted. So that's that's coming down the pipeline. Sick. I'm excited for um, That's really it on news. The only other piece of news was there's a new uh, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge coming out that has an Indiana Jones meets Star Wars vibe. Ooh, so another Dr. Aphra style. 
Yes. I had trouble playing that game because I was getting motion sick. Ah, okay, that makes sense. So I'm gonna try again, um, and and see if I can get the through, last I really one they did with explore. the with Black Spire Outpost. I didn't really enjoy. Um, but you also haven't been to Black Spire Outpost. Yeah, but it was also because it was on a it was it was the um, quest exclusive. It wasn't on the computer like Vader Immortal. And so it's like mm-hmm. low graphic quality. It's not as like f- the higher refresh rate just because of, of hardware limitations. So, but that's exciting. What I would like to do uh, in the next few months, and I'll talk to Paul, <clears throat> I would like to do the Vader Immortal. Yeah. Uh, and have you commentate while I'm going through it. It'd be it super fun. what's going to yeah. happen. Sick. And you can watch me scream and yell. <laughs> uh, Hunter and I, were, we watch, um, he, he's obsessed with Fail Army now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he wants to, before he goes to bed, he wants to watch a few Fail Army videos every night. Oh. <laughs> so we saw one with a guy who was doing VR, and Hunter's like, oh, is that the thing you have? I said, yeah. And then the guy, like, literally, he goes to run and trips and punches a hole through his wall. Oh, no. <laughs> and Hunter's like, ah, that's so funny. <laughs> Mommy would kill you if you did that. <laughs> oh. Um, Yeah. That's it. Star Wars, uh, there's really not much more uh, news this week. Um, there's a Halloween Lego Star Wars coming this year on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, is it, um, it going to be just like the Christmas one where it's not actually canon, so I don't have to actually turn it on? They can't make those canon because they're oh, full of God, jokes for kids. Because the last one was terrible. The Christmas one was cute for it kids. It's not for you, terrible. Tim. It's for your son. It's for your son. They introduced... The it was literally like uh, dude. It, the start, modes. It, it starts off with Ray training Finn on how to be a Jedi. I was hooked. I'm like, oh my god, really? And then they just killed it. Have you never watched the Lego Star Wars before that? No, that was my first time. That was why, because you didn't. Hunter loves them, so I know that like they're just whimsical crap. Yeah, uh, that was my, I set my, then, I set myself up for failure on that one. I just thought it was fun because they opened up the timelines, and by the end, it was like everyone from every timeline fighting <laughs> well, everyone from Le- every But that's every how timeline. Lego Star Wars games work, and you're just like, what? Yeah, they're cute. They are. Um, just like you, Kevin. Yeah, that's it. That is it. That's a wrap on Bad Batch. Um, I would love to uh, bring uh, one of our friends in next week and see if we can talk about Bad Batch with them and see what they thought Let's about the Let's make it series. happen. I'm going to talk to people today. Perfect. We might not be able to record at 7.30 in the morning, but we also don't have to because Bad Batch is over. We won't do this again until Visions. Uh, So, yeah, that's it for Star Wars and Scotch episode 51. You can check out Tim at Darkness429, streaming Monday through Friday at around 9 a.m. Eastern at fb.gg slash darkness429 and darkness429 everywhere else in the internet. Oh, let me do you. you. Hold on. You can do everything that Kevin does over at raredrop.co. He is the mm-hmm. CEO of raredrop.co. You can follow us mm-hmm. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Maybe we'll even start doing TikTok sometime. We're moving offices <gasps> right now, which has been pretty cool. So that's neat. Or in the new office. Now I'm unpacking boxes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're in the new office. That's um, so pretty cool. And I'm I'm drinking. Well, we introduced all of our, because we're doing a shared office space. Mm-hmm. So we have some folks downstairs uh, from another company. Uh-huh. And uh, they're all drinking King's Coast now. Ah. So, yeah. So, uh, good. Uh, one of the one of the ladies who works there started uh, put a King's Coast order in yesterday because she was like, "This is amazing." Just drink better coffee, like, yeah, chat. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, all right head over to kingscoastcoffee.com. Tim and I are out for this week's episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the Bad Batch as much as we did, and uh, we have uh, 
regular regular episode next week yeah we'll see what's going on we'll figure it out uh but the next big show that we're going to cover is visions oh i know what i want to do with you we need to finish we need to catch up in the comics and we should talk about that and we should also talk about the book so we'll do we'll do that we'll do that the next next episode we'll talk about that okay cool book and everyone comics. have a good one all right uh tim said it last week so i'm saying it this Go week man of force be with you always When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.